Welcome to Be The Light with Coach Zekia Robinson. In this show, we're going to be speaking with Prophet Philip Bryant. He will be telling us about his journey to salvation. So let's tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. Everybody, I'm so excited today. We have with us Philip Bryan. He is a man of God. He is a um, husband and he is a prophet. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to introduce him to you all just because the, the things that he have installed in me just by knowing him, you know, seeing him a few times have been great. Um, I went to a women's conference and he happened to be there. And before that, he was actually at a um at Pastor Kenny Hightower's church at Heaven to Earth Ministry. And he came and prophesied over me and my husband. And I was like, who is that? Like, he doesn't know me. He basically told everything that was going on. And he had this great vision. And of course, we know that all comes from God, the Holy Spirit. And then at the women's conference, he um, spoke, spoken to me some more. And I was just like, okay, I need to follow him because he's going to teach me some things. And welcome. I'm wow. glad that you um, hey. is, had a chance to come out today and taking your time out. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Who are you? um, so, hey, everybody. My name is Phil. Um, Philip Bryant, full name. Um, I'm very excited to be here with Zakia. Um, I actually saw her at my school. I'm a, I'm a school teacher oh, yes, by right, yes. uh, profession. And she was with uh, Live the Life. Yep. And I saw her. And it's funny just how God will bring things around. Because I've seen her before at another Live the Life event, but it's been years ago. Wow. And so I saw her again. Then I saw her at church. I was like, but this time <laughs> I was ministering. I was like, okay, well, you know, it, there it is, right? And so, um, but I'm doing good today. I'm from Lakeland, Florida, um, Polk County. I'm very proud to say that. <laughs> um, I, I grew up, I'm a baby boy of five dudes um my beautiful mom went home to be with the lord last year in june and so um this is this this interview goes to her because um i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her and so i'm super excited about that and i'm married to my beautiful wife hope of three years going on four strong and um yeah i'm glad to be as a kid good good (laughs) so let's talk about a little bit about your journey and what brought you to christ like what was it that turned for you was like okay I gotta get right you know because all of us we have past things that we've done like me myself I was the person who was in a club I a person who had was you know was on the verge of being an alcoholic because of generational curses and that right. stuff just kind of rolled over into my life and then also past relationships and then I you know I just had a whole lot of things that you know that I have entertained yeah. and so let's talk about your journey and like what was it for you that was like you know what I can't do this anymore. I have to get right with God. Yeah. So um, my story, um, I don't know if it's interesting, but it's interesting to me, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm a church kid. So I'm a church baby. Um, my grandma was apostolic and, and Pentecostal and holiness. My granddad was Methodist and Baptist, okay. you know, but, you know, I had a good I had a good mix of it all. But I had also the little bad mix, too. Mm-hmm. Right? And so um, I came to college. 
And um, I knew how to do church, but I didn't really have an authentic relationship with mm. Christ. And so I think it um, it was a campus ministry at the time that I um, visited with a friend of mine named Aaron. He asked me for about three years, like two years to come. And I was like, I'm going to put you off, put you off. <laughs> and I went and I really had a strong encounter with God wow. at that meeting. And it really challenged who I said that I was because mm-hmm. um, I dealt with a lot of shame. Um, I really... Really hated the sound of my voice for a long time. Wow. Um, I was a, I'm a singer, but it, growing up, singing wasn't really popular when I was in high school. Okay. It was like if you did it, you were gay or you just were weird. But you know, big boys and then singing started becoming popular when Ruben Stutter won a man. Listen, uh, <laughs> Ruben Stutter opened up the door for the big boys, okay? You know, and then singing started becoming a thing like in the the 2010s mm-hmm. but when i was in school singing you're a church boy oh you weird so mm-hmm. for me um i did a lot of clubbing i did a lot of drinking mm-hmm. um and i just didn't know who i was and so one of the things that god really helped me with was finding my identity because i was living a false narrative like i was mm-hmm. just doing stuff um right. my family they're known in the community but i didn't really feel like nobody knew me and so that's why i actually left lakeland because i was like man i gotta get out of here everybody called me oh you little you little Big Zaker, little yeah. that's Duke brother, that's Lima brother. Oh, that's your mom. And it was it was great, but then it started to be like, well, who am I? Right. And it kind of threw me into this place of like, well, what am I good at? Who am I? Because I didn't really feel that supported, even sometimes from my own family. And singing, my mom did. My mom supported me. Hmm. Major, but I didn't really feel like I had a lot of support because all of my brothers were football players. Okay. So they, you know, football players, that's a thing, you know, but I came to college and I really started doing some soul searching and I realized that some of the decisions that I made was out of a, because my father wasn't in my life. Mm So, um, I didn't know it impacted me that much. Um, but I also had overcame some challenges because as a child, I was molested, you know, but it was one of those things where, you know, family things were like, you know, the playing house and Mm -hmm. all of that. Like, make sure you watch your kids. okay? Um, But, you know, a lot of things were happening and um, you didn't know, didn't know Mm -hmm. what was going on. I just wanted to play the video game, but things were happening. Right. And so um, but I thank God that I'm here. You know, I thank God that he showed me who I was. Mm -hmm. He really revealed to me my purpose, my identity. Um, it took a while, you know, I think that the biggest thing was recovering confidence and boldness to be who God called me to be, regardless of what it looked like, you know, cause you know, it's just, just different, right. you know, being coming from a family where, you know, dudes are respected because they're, I mean, my brothers can fight. I love them. You know, <laughs> it came with a lot of protection, but I wasn't really the fighter. I was right. the, the sensitive guy. I love church. I love going to revivals with my right. aunts when they were preaching. And so it was just different for me. But God really settled me in that Amen. here in Tallahassee. So I'm super excited to be Good. here. Yeah. There's, a, there's a couple of things that you said that I want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, about relationship, because a lot of people, they say, yeah, uh, if I die today, I'm going to heaven. It's like, really? What's your relationship with God? Not that you know him, not that you came before the church and, you know, confess that he's your Lord and Jesus saved you. Like, it takes more than that. It takes more than just going to church. It takes more than just getting baptized. It takes Absolutely. more than just saying, oh, yeah, I believe that he died on the cross. Yeah. And so when when you said relationship, let's talk about that. What kind of relationship, like, what does it take to have a relationship with God? 
Well, it takes intentionality, you know. Um, I'm married, and so every day I have to make a conscious choice to be intentional. Amen. If I don't talk to Hope, <laughs> she ain't going to talk to me, right? <laughs> right? Or she's going to be like, well, what's wrong with you? Um, and I think, you know, um, uh, building healthy communication, like just being consistent, um, not not putting any too many limits on it, mm. but just being very intentional on building that relationship and knowing that the Holy Spirit is a person, mm-hmm. um, knowing that Jesus is a person, and because um, the technical term for his name is the person of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, not he's not just a gift. You no, know, thank God for him being a gift, but he's a person. He mm-hmm. has feelings. He can be. He can be quenched. He can. Mm-hmm. You know. He can be upset. He can be. You know. He has. He has opinions, right? Right. And so, uh, one of the things that helped me was to realize that. God was a person, mm. you know, and yes, Amen. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship in the spirit and the truth. But he's all he also has full of um, ideas, thoughts. He has uh, opinions about the world. He has he has he's vulnerable mm-hmm. with us. You know, the scripture talks about um, who is man that God is mindful of us. Right. right. And who is man that he would visit us. So that means he wants to be in relationship with us. He Constantly visits us Even when we don't really Want to talk to him Right And then the scripture Even says that Jesus Stands at the door And knocks I'm like This dude knocking at my heart I don't want to talk to him But when you really think about How much he's going After us To just speak to us It's like well I think I need to Kind of give an ear To what he's trying To say to me Amen And um, you realize That when you start How beautiful Of an exchange it is I think that's what Was just like Wow Why haven't I done this this entire time yes yes I can definitely relate um just with my own my own life and testimony but we're here to talk about you so um when the one thing that I like is the fact that you said he knocks Mm -hmm. like sometimes people's like well how can you hear the Holy Spirit how can you hear him like how do you know well obviously we know if you go rob a bank you you feel like (laughs) you feel on edge like I shouldn't probably do that you know when you start thinking about the consequences really that's the Holy Spirit letting you know like Here's all the consequences that's going to happen if you do this. And then you also hear God prompting you to do something that, that he's asking you to do. Maybe speak to someone, maybe get in his word. Maybe he's waking you up in the middle of the night and you don't know why, but you feel an urge to like pray. You feel an urge to do something Absolutely. nice to someone. Yes. We all hear from the Holy Spirit differently. Um, mm-hmm. Some people may hear through it through dreams and yep. visions. Some people may hear from it through just opening up his word. Yeah. Some may hear from it through a, a prophet, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, God really hears me. Wow. Um, the very first time that I heard from the Holy Spirit and I knew it was the Holy Spirit, I was going through something really, really emotional. And I remember just laying on my bed and I laid there. I was just like all sobbing, like ugly crying, you know, that type mm-hmm. of tear. And all I heard, it was real soft. And I heard daughter. Wow. And I was, it touched me. Ooh, yes, <laughs> it touched me Ooh. so deep. And I was like, mm. I think I just heard from the Holy Spirit because I wouldn't call myself daughter. I wasn't yeah. even thinking of the word daughter. And in that moment, I said, he hears me. And I have never Jesus. forgot that. Mm. Tell me, what was that moment for you when you first heard the Holy Spirit speak to you, if you can remember? Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember vividly. I was 13. I was minding my own business. <laughs> I love church, but I think I was scared of supernatural experiences, right? So um, I'll never forget, I was laying down, and I had this dream that I came into. um, 
and I just kind of moved through the dream very quickly. Um, I was in the bathroom and there were three birds mm. that came and croached. They came and like perched right on the brant, like the bush right outside my window. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bad kid because I would take uh, anytime lizards or something would be on the window um, screen, I would take bleach or whatever oh spray and I'll be spraying <laughs> God has delivered me, okay? So don't judge me. <laughs> but I would spray at them to get them away from the screen. And so I did it with the birds. And the birds wouldn't move. Wow. And in the dream, I'm scared. I'm like, and they were like looking at me like, no, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and a fear came over me. Mm. And out of nowhere, this bolt of lightning came from the sky. It mm. was clear sky, beautiful, beautiful blue sky. And the boat lightning came and hit me. And I remember taking a deep breath in and all I, and I heard, I want to tell you that you're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. Mm. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. Mm. And I woke up from the dream and I was able to, and I still was stuck in this wow. position. And I'm like, Mm, I'm like I'm trying to call Jesus because <laughs> I knew you know my grandma and them always talk like if you have anything you feel like a demon or something is on you right uh, something you, you feel like you can't move call Jesus so mm-hmm. I'm trying to say Jesus even after hearing say somebody say I'm blessed I'm like mm, mm. <laughs> so when I finally got a chance to move I'm like <sighs> I was able to breathe and I'm right. like Jesus 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 I sat up and I told my mom about the dream and she was like I'll take you down to mom and I'll let you talk to her and um my grandma interpreted the dream and she was like, baby, she was like, that's the Holy Spirit, um, speaking to you, telling you that you, um, that he has a great call for your life. Wow. That was the anointing of God coming upon you. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm 13. Right. I don't really know nothing <laughs> about this, but I'm, you know, I'm in it, but I'm not aware right, of it. And right. so that was my first time actually hearing the voice right. of God. It was very powerful. Very, wow. very powerful. Nice. So um, you also had mentioned that first, let me back up because you, you mentioned one thing about being stuck. So do you, you used to experience paralysis, sleep paralysis? Yes. And do yes. you still experience those from time Not to time? Not much anymore. Um, sometimes, but. And, and it's not it's not it's not as consistent as it used to be. Okay. Um, I remember. Real quick, let's talk. Some people may not know what sleep paralysis is. Okay. Give a quick description. Okay, so uh, technical. Oh well, I don't know the technical definition of it, but most times when people look up sleep paralysis, it's a form of you being immobile. Um, immobilized and not able to move when you're like this sleep dream, like mm-hmm. this wake sleep state. Right. And, um, and, but for me, I began to notice that it was demonic when yeah. I would see shapes. Yes. And I would, um, see different, um, different. One time I actually was looking and I saw like this outline of this huge dark force like standing. And I was just like, you can't touch me, but I guess, you know, it, I really felt and I was like, oh, okay, I know what this was. Right. And it was right before I think I was coming to minister at heaven to earth. Um, usually, um, these things to me, what I feel like as a, rev- a point of revelation, sleep paralysis comes as a form of a taunt mm-hmm. or like it comes to intimidate, right? Yes. Um, because the enemy is not going to fight anybody that's on his team, Mm-mm, right? He's not. a well-established kingdom. And so anybody that's already part of his kingdom, he's not going to come and put you in a sleep hole, right? you know, but um, I can relate. I yeah. can relate. Um, and it's funny that you said, right? <laughs> when you came to heaven to earth because it's heaven to earth is a, um, 
is a ministry that is I mean, it's just blessed. Like people get set free there and the enemy does not like that place. Um, but I only ask you that because, you know, when I hear other people that goes through it, it's like, oh, praise God, I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not but, alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. Because yes. it can be very scary. It could be a very scary thing, especially yeah. if you're not knowing. So Absolutely. for those who is out there that's listening and that may be dealing with this thing, just remember, even if you can't speak, you can't move, you can't talk, you can pray in your mind. Yes. You can call on Jesus in your mind Absolutely. because that's the things that I was doing and then I wake right up out of it. Sometimes it feels like I'm in it for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. But the thing is knowing and having that peace that I'm a child of God and that you can't touch me Mm -hmm. and you could, you could try to put fear in me, but that's not going to work because I know I have angels just like what did, what did, what did Jesus say? He said that he could dispatch how many he can dispatch. Um, Yes, a legion of angels. Mm -hmm. So if he can do that, we can too. So this one, thing that's standing in front of me does not count up to what God has before me as well. So don't, don't allow it to be something that you're afraid of. Just know that when you're in that position, the enemy feels threatened and he wants to put fear in you. Okay. So I wanted to um, talk about, um, you also mentioned, um, you know, molestation. I'm a person who's also been molested and went through some different things with that. And that can be a very traumatic thing. And so, what point did you finally realize, like, I need to say something? Was it right away? Did you carry it for a while? Yeah, we were in a service in, um, at a church that I was a part of, and the Spirit of the Lord was really moving. And um, the I believe I passed at a time, began to talk about childhood trauma mm. um, and things like that. And I just really felt like the Lord was saying, I'm going to address this. I'm going to heal you from this. And... It was a lot of crying. It was a lot of weeping. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe in that moment, this was about maybe eight, about seven years, seven, eight years ago mm-hmm. that this happened. But it was such a powerful moment for me. Right. Because you, if you're not aware, you don't know how much things impact your life. You don't. Um, sometimes you just live and you just move forward. Just like me, when I found out, when I, because I prayed for the Lord to, um, just really, I was asking God for one specific thing, and He was like, "Yeah, this is happening because your father wasn't in your life." Mm-hmm. And I prayed wow. consistently for about two and a half years, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" I got so angry, right? Mm-hmm. And God set me free on a Father's Day mm-hmm. from that anger. Wow. I remember my pastor just embraced me. He was like, "You know, Lord, this is really telling me to give you a hug, son." And it was just, and when He called me son, mm-hmm. I was just broken to pieces. Like, yeah. I remember that day. It was. I believe it was almost close to like Super Bowl time. Like it was like a either Super Bowl Sunday or it was a Father's Day service. But um yeah, man, that's how I knew. Um things just started to um nothing 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 irrational, anything mm-hmm. really strong, but it was just like my relationship with God was just kind of hitting like a it just was it just wasn't striking. Right. Um I wasn't consistent in my prayers. Um I I really didn't trust people like I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I I was very extroverted and things like that, but I really wasn't able to like connect to that right. to that degree. So then it's like, okay, my trust issues, where's this stemming from? Mm-hmm. You yes. know, okay, where's this lack of confidence stemming from? Where's this shame stemming from? Mm-hmm. 
ding, 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 ding. Everything was pointing this. to that. It was pointing to that. It was so obvious. Yeah. But for me, I was just like, oh, snap. Okay. Well, this is it. And yeah. so since then, God has been really faithful, man. Yeah, Amen. So, I want yeah. everyone that's listening that may have been molested or went through some something like that. Yeah. Just know that you're not the only one. Know that there's other people out there that's been through it because I went through it um, from my stepfather. I went through it from an, an um, old marriage, a relationship that I was in. Then I went through it from after that, another relationship. I turned around and was raped. And then from there, it was like, I didn't know how to say no because mm-hmm. I was in fear. So it was like I was out there at the clubs and drinking and then people would want to do things. And then I'm just like. No, I don't want to, but then somehow I end up doing it anyway. And it's like, okay, God, why am I doing this? Why am I having a fear of saying no or pulling back? I think it was more so of the consequences from the person that I will receive from what I already have experienced. And so the thing is, is the important thing that you said was that your father wasn't there. Me and my dad, we have a great relationship now. Um, But, you know, in the beginning, the relationship wasn't so good. So I missed out, out a lot on you know, how I'm supposed to be treated as a young lady, right, what right. kind of man to be looking for, yeah. what is the the relationship red flags, because relationship stuff wasn't discussed in my family. Right. Um, and if it was, I don't remember. But that was the same for you. You were missing the relationship with your father. So fathers, y'all are important. Very. Y'all are needed. Fathers are needed. They play a huge role in how a man should to be raised and how he needs to raise his family. And, yep. and for a woman, it's important for a young lady because like the foundation comes from the father, just yep. like our heavenly father. Yeah, the foundation absolutely. is coming from our heavenly father. Everything absolutely. starts with him. Absolutely. And so if your father is missing, then we tend to just try to figure it out. And that's not never how God intended it to be. No. If you look into the um, the Old Testaments and the New Testaments, you don't see a whole bunch of, you don't see where relationships where fathers just stepped out. You don't see no, that. You don't. But in this generation today, it's like people is just out. I know there's one person, he he just literally, he has over 20 kids and he's, it's just, he continues to go on and on and on. Yeah. But it's like, why do you not yeah. know the the hurt that you're causing all of these kids? Yeah. And then guess what they're going to turn around and do if they don't meet Christ, they're going to turn around and do the same thing. Wow. Um, and so what, what is something encouraging, you know, whatever the Holy Spirit is leading on you right now, what is something encouraging you would suggest to people who's trying to find Christ and trying to figure um, this walk out? Like, what would you tell someone that's in front of you right now? You know, um, the word that comes to mind is um, self-preservation. Um, you don't have to do this alone. You don't have Amen. to um, fight this fight by yourself. You don't have to um, protect yourself or to preserve um, who your image or anything like that um, because Christ Christ accepts you as you are. Um, and I know that's something that's commonly said, um, but a lot of um, religious people mm. don't really, it's like we, we brush past that, but we don't interpret correctly. And so we, what we, what most church people would say is come as you are to Christ, but get, you know, put something on real nice to be around us. Wow. And I want you to know that that is not his heart. Um, he wants to use you. He made you the way that you are. He just wants to purify, cleanse it just a little bit so that you can reach all the people that God has called you to reach. Amen. Um, and so, um, he loves you. 
Yeah, I just really feel that. And I'm trying to not make sure I don't cry here. <laughs> um, but I really want you to know that there is nothing you can do that will ever make God not love you. Amen. And that is, that is something. It's not about whether we've, not even that we've accepted the Lord, because the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, the world doesn't love God, but God loves the world. Mm-hmm. And so he gave, and he continuously gives, he continuously pours. And so for you who is watching, just know that God is giving his love to you, not based on what you can, what you can give back in return, but just because of who he is, because he wants a relationship with you. And I think you would benefit so much from this relationship with Christ because he's done an amazing work in my life and is still doing the work in my life. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess the last thing is like, what are you currently doing now? Like what, what is, what do God have you at right now? Cause I know you have, you started um, the school of the prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I probably, I probably didn't say it correctly. So tell us, listen, just tell us what's going on. Well, what, how can so people reach out Philip to you? Bryant is, I'm obeying God, right? <laughs> I have been, I have been a hard head for so long. Um, I am a life coach. I am your prophetic life coach. Um, and through that, I have offered, um, deliverance sessions. Um, I do prophet, um, prophetic life coaching. Um, I have, God has just been expanding the things that I'm doing. Um, I got a prophetic word last year about me opening up a school of prophets. And I was like, yeah, that's not my thing, you know, <laughs> you know, and then I was, I, I didn't, I didn't fully shelf it, but I shelved it. Cause I was right. like, this is not what God got me to do. That's my pops thing, you know? Right. And, um, I came to, I was in a, I was watching the service online and the spirit of the Lord began to speak to me through the preacher and, I pivoted what I was getting ready to um, do this year mm-hmm. to host Activate the Prophetic. Um, and the name came to me. It just came very quickly. And now I am doing a school of the prophets or a school of prophecy. So yes. um, I, I would like to even just, just, just school of the spirit, right? Um, because I don't want to launch, just launch it there. But right now, God has me working with prophetic gifts and um we just had on october the 8th at heaven to earth yes um it was awesome. activate the prophetic it was, it was awesome. a powerful time of activation stirring um impartation training um i just really excited so i'm um, actually in the planning phase i rested for at least a week Still resting, but I'm planning the next phase of it because there's so much more. Mm. Um, and it's, it became bigger than what I expected. So, um, I am. In the process of writing, I'm saying this so y'all can keep me accountable. So there are some <laughs> books coming. Um, uh, some shall to be done. But hey, man, you know, you got to say it out. Right. You and got I'm te- to. You I'm telling Zakia <laughs> and I'm telling you all to keep me accountable. I'm a message. I'm like, hey, how's yes. it coming? <laughs> Hold you accountable. <laughs> so that is what I'm doing. I am in the business of building people. Okay. Um, God has called me to develop, to train, to coach, and to, ra- to raise people up. Um, healthy gifts that's what he told me i remember sitting in my living room and i heard the spirit of the lord tell me he said build my body purify my bride mm-hmm. and i said oh i like god can you call me to the other people i don't want to do that with the church <laughs> like, he, but it was just it was a command it was right. a commission and i was like okay if this is what you're calling me to do 
Well, let's do it. And so I'm excited about it. And um, yeah, you can All find right. me there. All right. Well, perfect. We are so excited that Philip Bryant had a chance to come out and speak with us. This is only part one, guys. We're getting ready to have a part two. So if you want to know about the prophetic gifting and like how that works and um, just know a little bit more about that to go in depth, that is what the next show is going to talk about. We love you guys. We um, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, be blessed. Be blessed.